Welcome to the Faith Snacks Podcast, bite-sized snacks to grow your faith. I am your host, Chris Adams. Thank you for joining me, and let's get in today's program. Rule number three is the principle of literal meaning. And this principle is to determine the plain and evident meaning intended by the author. Whenever possible, take the verse literally if it does not violate the rest of Scripture. If you don't take it literally, things happen. You neglect and give up your right to walk in accordance to the word, and then you give up the ability to believe God will literally do what he says. For example, Jesus literally took our stripes to literally get us healed. One is as terrible as the other. The term literal means from it comes from the Latin root, which means letter. Literal deals with the meaning. When we talk about legalism, because a lot of time people get into literal means legalistic. and No, legalism deals with application. Some may say that to take some scripture literal, you're being legalistic, but that's not the case. God deals with his people, works through his people, by and through his word. We must take his word literally unless it violates the rest of God's word. What it's shown, what it's told, or denoted that it is to be taken figuratively. So, take it literally unless we're supposed to take it figuratively, and it's clearly stated. There is one literal meaning to a scripture, but there can be several applications to it. Word studies can help determine the literal meaning of the scripture. And there's four types of word studies. The first one is etymologically. This is the origin and study of words and how they arrived at its present definition. Strong's Concordance has the original word. Then there is the customary or cultural uses. This is studying how the word is used or applied in the culture it was written in and the customs surrounding it. The customs stay the same but may vary slightly from culture to culture. For example, flea idolatry in the Bible meant not to have any carved gods and sacrifice to idols. But nowadays it can mean to not make God of your car or make money your God. The third one is the comparative uses of words. And this is asking the question, how is this word used throughout the Bible? The fourth one is the spiritual significance of the word. For example, the term right standing does not always depend on what you do. Ask yourself, what does a word or phrase mean in context to scripture? 2 Corinthians 12, 7 says, And lest I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelation, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. Now this term, thorn in the flesh, let's look at this. We usually associate this with the Apostle Paul, but similar phrasing has been used before in Scripture. And if we study out this phrase, we will find exactly what the Apostle Paul is talking about. In Judges 2-3 it says, Therefore I also said, I will not drive them out before you, but they shall be thorns in your side, and their gods shall be a snare to you. In Numbers 33-55 it says, But if you do not drive out the inhabitants of the land from before you, then it shall be that those whom you let remain shall be irritants 
in your eyes and thorns in your sides, and they shall harass you in the land where you dwell. Joshua 23.13 says, Know for certain that the Lord your God will no longer drive out these nations from before you, but they shall be snares and traps to you, and scourges on your sides, and thorns in your eyes, until you perish from this good land which the Lord your God has given you. Many people believe that the Apostle Paul is talking about sickness and disease, or eye disease, or something like that. To get to that point, they have to go outside of Scripture and find something to rationalize that belief. But if we just stay with Scripture, we can see that the Apostle Paul was talking about people. The thorn in the flesh was a messenger of Satan. That limits it to either humans or spirits. But if we look at the other times this term is used, we see that it means people. And if you look at the life of Paul and his other writings, you will see that he is talking about those who say to keep the law. The whole book of Galatians deals with this, talking about whether or not Christians should keep the law. Always stay with the scripture. Thank you for joining me. If you'd like to stay in touch or get connected, you can find me online at www.christadams.com. And there you can find all the different social media networks I am on. Thank you for joining me again, and I will see you back here next time.